binoculars, what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hey, welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Ah, listen to that. Wasn't that good audio? (laughs) Wow. I'm jealous. The last three episodes have been dog shit. It's as if we're in a room together, because we are. Wink. You you couldn't possibly tell the difference. So you call that movie magic in the business. Uh, So we have sort of a grab bag today. Oh, right. Uh, Part of it is is, uh, one of the two people in our Discord asked for Atmospheric Beasts again. Yeah. Okay. My favorite. So we're delivering, kind of. <laughs> also my favorite. No one wins. No one's happy. I found a whole new category of creature on Obscurban. Okay. Just categorized as being. Oh. Okay, I like that. So we got three beings, and one of them is a beast in the atmosphere. Okay. <laughs> so I say it counts. Wait, a being in the atmosphere or a beast in the atmosphere? Yes. 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 So... I guess let's get started with this first one. Okay. Our first being, the Cloud Giant. Wait a minute, I've seen this guy. Doesn't he got the goose? Um, here, I'll post a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ground, I heard he ground a, he makes bone bread. Do you love bone bread? Mickey Mouse, right? Nah, here, I'll post a picture for you guys. You put bone broth in your bone bread bowl. If I can, I think that's it? At your bone bed breakfast. I think you have to uh, you have to click on the link that I put in the who, Zoom chat. Who made the beans oh, okay, okay. that Jack bean stocked? Did he I just? I don't remember how that. No, went. they were like naturally occurring. Okay, but was like... the giant in on it so he can get more bones to mash? Well, I oh. think I think that like it was just a ruse, right? Like the guy had him and he knew he was of this Jack guy and is wanting to have food or something. I'm gonna ruin his life, and so he did. See, I always thought of a conspiracy set up by this guy, Nico Dundas. <laughs> well, we can get into him. So, All right. the Cloud Giant was a bizarre humanoid figure photog- uh, photographed. Uh, photographed. Photographed. That's the new pronunciation. It's stuck. Photographed. See, I've only ever read that word. I didn't know it was pronounced photograph. Yeah, Thank phot- you, <laughs> I felt so stupid <laughs> saying photograph. It's a years. silver border magic card. Photographed. <laughs> In January of 2016, by an Irish software support team manager named Nick O'Donoghue, oh, flying no. <laughs> to Gatwick, England. From a ski trip in Austria, the 30-year-old pl- plane passenger captured the bizarre image at 30,000 feet. And, I mean, I, like, I've seen, I, I just Googled it, and there's, like, a better, more, um, like, a wider shot. The, the uh-huh. wider shot is further away, though, so you can't really see it as, its shape as well. True, but it, I, I like this image, because it, like, legit looks like a dude standing on the clouds. Yeah. The entity resembles an enormous humanoid figure walking on the clouds. <laughs> and here, like how puffy he is. Here's Nick O'Donoghue's account uh, from the DailyMail.co.uk. Oh, I love the. I was flying back from a work trip in Austria. I can't do an English accent. It's not going to happen. Uh, I was flying back from a work ski trip in Austria. I was on the window seat with two work colleagues b- beside me. They were talking like crazy, and I was gazing out the window, as you do. I could see this figure in the distance in front of us, and then, as we flew closer, the shape appeared. I asked the ladies beside me to look at it, too, in case I was seeing things. They, too, were amazed. 
I then took some pictures, and then the aircraft slowly passed it. It was in view for about two minutes, as it was a good bit away in the distance. To me, it looked like the Michelin Man, but to be honest, I have no idea what it was. Some comments online said it was smokestacks below, and the heat from them pushed up the layer of the clouds, but I don't know. Er, but I don't think so, as they looked very close together. (laughs) Probably just a funky cloud formation, but I'd love for someone who knows about clouds to see it and try and explain it. Nick O'Donoghue. I like this article. My, My favorite part of the article is... A large picture of the Iron Giant. Oh, the, the trivia sub- says, Many people on various forms claim the creature heavily resembled the titular robot with the, with the 1999 animated science fiction film, The Iron Giant. Yeah, the, the Daily Mail article says, According to one Redditor, which uh, just destroys oh, any credibility. I love that reputable source of oh. the Daily Mail, the Redditor. Uh, then, uh, while Nick O'Donoghue himself believes that it resembles Bid. B- Babendum, the mascot of the Michelin Tire Company. I didn't know the Michelin Man had a name. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking this up right now. As soon as you started to say that name. Yeah, B-I-B-E-N-D-U-M. First thing, wow. Doesn't he eat, like, molten glass? Isn't that his favorite food? No, that's, um, uh, what's his name? Russell Crowe in Virtuosity. He eats the glass. Ah, okay. Not Michelin Man eight. No, no, he's no. tough. Like no, tough he eats nails. Ah, okay. There we go. See, I'm not familiar in the lore. Oh my god! I've never lore. seen this before. What? <laughs> what? What? There's like Art Deco posters for the Michelin Man, and it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. See, I like. <laughs> he looks that. like this a freaking you mummy. About. You don't care about this puffy cloud man? You can... No, no, no. That's fake as hell. It's fine. <laughs> wow. Well, the possible explanations are a giant robot. Smokestack plumes, uh, or an optical illusion. Well, I believe in all of them. That's real. All those are real. It's an errant Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sweating. A phantom bendum. so this is heaven. This is an angel Michelin man in the clouds. He's got a little man. harp. Phantom <laughs> Wow. Right. Okay, so the <laughs> fallen short. angels are the Michelin man, and this is the real non-fallen one. Yep. Nick O'Donoghue, you've really eschatologically scatological my brain. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there are biblical descriptions of angels as wheels within wheels, right? Covered in eyes. And I mean, I'm seeing a lot of these Michelin men that are made of, you know... Tires within tires. It's, it's really crazy. Michelin man is basically a cherub, is what I'm saying. And to think this all started with this ski trip vacation. A See, work trip. A, ski, a work ski trip. Imagine what we could solve if we had one. Flat Earth the world. Onward to the next one. The Mason Man. (laughs) As in, do you know? Do you know the Mason Man? Who lives on 33 and a third parallel road? (laughs) That joke's too smart for some of us. Oh, don't worry. It's very dumb. Too smart for all of us. It's fine. A rural piece of folklore originating in Derbyshire, England, the Mason Man described as gray in appearance expressionless and dead-eyed his name stems from the fact that he was allegedly first seen outside a derbyshire pub known as the masoner so they think even this is gray and awful and dead-eyed even though they live in england yeah that that just shows how fucking sad the mason man is but he's not as sad as the next the next thing we're covering um it is said that along (laughs) it is said that along 
Why can't I speak tonight? Did they also have a photograph? No, this one's even sadder that I can't get right. <laughs> don't don't even say the word. I don't want to know what you. It is said that along country roads, <laughs> he is sighted in the back windows of passing cars. While ideas about what this means are disparate, rumors suggest that the vehicles in which he is a passenger are destined to crash, fatal for the drivers. Shortly after, the Mason Man is witnessed. However, what? Okay. Fatal for the drivers shortly after the Mason Man is witnessed. However, though claims of sightings are frequent, their ties to traffic collisions are currently conjecture. Mm. So this is like like an English bar-based moth? I have a question. Kinda. I I got a picture for everyone. So is the Mason Man diverting people from crashing into buildings because he wants to save the Mason? He's the Freemason. Well, he's, he's the secret, right? The secret that they have to keep protecting. So, the, the Mason Man goal. is the guy behind the blurry-faced man. Okay. Oh, no. See, I, I'm distracted by this be him. Yeah, there's just a guy next to him, and that's supposed, supposedly All a... in the car. Yeah. See, it's I like, think the real Oh my god, I saw him also riding the, the car. Uh, that whole, that whole image of. looks incredibly fake. <laughs> I know. Gonna plug the 89,000th Jeffrey Valens Facebook's the man with the tiny mustache that uh, belongs. Or who is the little man with the mustache? Well, this next uh, being is quite possibly the saddest thing we've ever covered. I like. I find that tremendously hard to believe, but I, I, I'm I'm ready to be surprised. It is sadder than that guy in the gas mask gimp suit that just wanted to be left alone. That I was okay. That's the worst. All right. All right. Yeah. Is the Rat Man or something? It no. also reminds me of my favorite. Uh, you know who's that? Farewell, uh, farewell to Hemingway. Sorry, you know, gas man never. <laughs> Baby shoes never worn. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, man uh, in the plastic bag. <laughs> is he also the cousin of the man in the box? Oh, I th- I have a picture of this one. I have a picture of this one. I think. <laughs> no, you have a picture of the man in the paper bag. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a different guy. Uh, the oh, man. You know- I was thinking the man in the box, more more Alan's <laughs> The man in the plastic bag is an entity, entity, I'm going to say that a third time, entity, <laughs> spotted by six people in California in August 2018. I just want to correct your pronunciation, it's Intatai. Intatai? No, it's this guy. It's this guy, right? Oh, oh gotta get my phone? <laughs> it's okay, you don't, you can check it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses that to charge his sexual powers. Um, kind of. his political powers. It's kind of. But this guy was spotted in Springfield, right? Yep. Okay. <sighs> the man in the plastic bag is described as a normal but creepy human being. The witnesses said he was crouching wearing boxer shorts and was not wearing any footwear. Six people were in a, cal- a tunnel in California when they spotted a man with a plastic bag over his head, crouching wearing boxing shorts and not wearing any footwear. The witnesses got their smartphones out and photographed the man, and when they went to talk to him, he just stood up and walked away to the woods, plastic bag still on head. This is like an escape basement. That's, that's what I'm thinking. That's all the thing there is for it, and uh, possible explanations. The theories include a cryptid, a hoax, yeah, a human attempting to commit suicide by asphyxiation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all of these sound correct. And the picture is super blurry, but it it is a guy with a fucking like big like department store plastic bag over his head. 
And he had boxers or boxers? Boxers. Oh, Joe okay. Boxer Brown. Joe Boxer Brand Boxers. And I'll post that one as well. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely the dog who gets beat. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. This, this freaking image. This is uh, it's a doobie Silent Hill character. Let me see if I can find another short one. Nope, that one's really long. I think that the sadder guy is the man with the gas mask. I remember. also think that. Uh, we're definitely I mean, doing this, this one, one later. I don't want to compete tragedy. I mean, this one is pretty sad because, like, it, like you just know that this is like an actual person getting, like, you know, held against his will. It is also sad, and there's not really much going. No, this is tragic. Why did you do this? To well, let's clo- let's finish it off then with skeleton on the moon. You're gonna joke and say finish it off? You think <laughs> that's funny? You're right. I'm done. I'm sorry. That wasn't intentional, but. We should just end this whole thing. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I want to wait. I want to wait. Surprise! Last episode. episode. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. I'm canceled. It's gonna happen. You're gonna say something at the end of this episode. It's over. Skeleton on the moon. <laughs> skeleton okay. on the moon was an urban legend about a human skeleton discovered by the Apollo 11 lunar, uh, lunar module. Bizarrely, it was said to be wearing a plaid shirt and blue jeans. Wait a minute. Several. It's like, just Wilson. There, there's a bunch of theories on what it is. <laughs> okay. An obvious hoax, the source cited for the most common variant of the story is a Chinese astrophysicist, Dr. Kang Maopeng, who some claim up there. Who some claim is a non-existent figure featuring or figuring only in one weekly world news article from which also originated the photo mock-up above. And I'll what really happened. I'll send I'll send that photo too. I mean, it's clear it's a leftover prop on the film set. It was an Easter egg from Kubrick. Yeah, he forgot it to was... clean it up like the Starbucks cup. It was. Oh a... no, that is that is a tragic burial. That nice plaid shirt. Nonetheless, even if the doctor is real, and some who claim to okay, this says some who claim the letter T have communicated with him. Ah, the T for Tofiki. It was I. It was the first victim of the Tofiki machine. You gotta shut it down. Uh, <laughs> no way, I'm letting it keep going. If it can time travel and launch people in the moon? I'm gonna say they forgot to include the O in the word two. Uh, some who've claimed to commu- have communicated with him say he does not appear to be a legitimate astrophysicist. <laughs> well, he's dead. I mean, it's kind of hard to have credentials. That's not very... Uh, faced with the question of why a skeleton would rot under lunar conditions, Dr. Kang Mao Peng reported that he had also f- photographed a bizarre Saurian footprint, which led him to suspect the body of an unknown astronaut had been skeletonized by lunar inhabitants. <laughs> interesting. The most interesting thing about the alleged skeleton is that it appears to have been wearing a pair of jeans. It is further reported that, judging from the position of the bones, it seems likely that the person it belonged to was partially dismembered and met with a violent death. There was also the possibility that the skeleton was transported to into space after a, after the person was killed. I believe that. Yeah. It was a burial at sea, but in space. Paranormal entities. Some have stated that the story exists existed long before Weekly World News. And Dr. King Mao Peng got a hold of it, with many distinctly remembering the body being clad in plaid and blue denim, a strange detail for multiple independent accounts to recollect. 
This detail is similar to the frequently uh, studied psi phenomena of checkered shirt ghosts yeah. and flannel shirt Sasquatch. Yeah, it's a flannel man, but in space. <laughs> okay, also, what? it means he's a giant. There are multiple different accounts of skeletons on the moon, including a dinosaur skeleton, uh, or two, an alien, and an embryo. And I just added flannel shirt Sasquatch to our list. The flannel. Which we're going to cover long before we get to actual Sasquatch. That's so weird. I have one question. Mm. Did they find any harpoons by him? No, there are no whalers on the moon. Uh, At least not this moon. This is uh, before that. When there are whalers on the moon, they carry their harpoons. At least we have one conclusive answer. Flannel search Sasquatch. Okay, that's it. We're done. (laughs) Plugmentations. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was so unprepared for Um, you know, actually, I, I'm a little bit prepared for this. I'm going to plug my stream. Hey. I'm plugging me streaming. So I'm trying to stream again. Nice. So, yeah, plug in that. I've been playing System Shock 2. I believe I'm almost done. And next I want to stream um, Deus Ex, the original. Because I never played it as a kid. I just watched my dad play it a lot. So I want to get the original shot. streaming. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I always say this is me slamming on people who are uh, uh, fans of streams, but like watching a stream is kind of weird to me. Like, unless there's like a like a really specific purpose, because like I had brothers, so like I, I just like I grew up with that. Like, I I feel like that's what streaming is. That it's like if you don't have like friends that can hang out with you, I guess you just watch people stream to kind of simulate the contact, just like The Office. Exactly like The Office. It's a hundred million percent like that. Or like a podcast. Exactly like that. It's why, <laughs> even though I'm on a podcast, never listen to them. No, I love parasocial. I've, okay, that's the thing, though. I've been having parasocial relationships before they were cool. I've been yeah. stalking people But we're, we're such a small podcast that we are friends with our listeners. <laughs> I was going to say that it's like we, we know IRL like 90% of our listener base. Even ones that we met because of the show, like Colleen. That's true. It is true. Awful, awful small world that I love. But yeah, that's my, my plug is me streaming. Uh, who's next with a plug? I can go. Okay, what's your plug? So there's this 80s fantasy manga <laughs> called Bastard. Okay. That I, had, like, I didn't understand what you meant at first, but I understand now. There's. It also had a like anime in the '90s that was six episodes that came in like a magazine. Um, it finally has an actual anime release. That like they. Okay. Uh, it came out on Netflix on the 30th of June. It's called Bastard Heavy Metal Dark Fantasy, <laughs> and I'm just so happy that it more people can experience Dark Schneider. Is is it good? Have you watched it? Yeah, I watched all 13. It's fucking great. Oh, wow. I see. Yeah, because I don't really care for anime too much, but I do I do love me some like classic eighties, nineties anime. Yeah, yeah. I forgot I that <laughs> I forgot that all of the spells are named most of the spells are named after like rock bands and shit. <laughs> like Jack his love doing that. fire spell is Guns N' Roses. <laughs> oh, what a nerd. Yeah. It's pretty good. They give it a shot. Give it a watch. <laughs> Uh, you know, Daniel's been trying to get me to watch uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for mm-hmm. some reason. He's he, he's he's doing this uh, where he's like, "I'll watch Trailer Park Boys if you watch anime," wow. and I'm like, I-, "I want you to watch it, but like, not that bad." <laughs> <laughs> but he's been trying to get me to watch FMA Brotherhood, so I don't know. Maybe I'll watch this instead. <laughs> it is an '80s fucking manga turned into a 2020s anime. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's like your brand. The like cash cash grabbing on eighties nostalgia. That is my brand. Yeah. Conveniently came out after <laughs> the um, actually came out right before the last two episodes of Stranger Things. Yeah, see it all ties in. They had to they had to cash in and Netflix is doing it. they I mean honestly though, they're they're leading the they're leading the charge. Cash grab brochure. Alright, who's next? We don't have much time. Oh, it's just me. It's just me. There's only one. There's three of us. Well, Did we know, all? I want okay. no. I want to say thank you for teaching me how to say the word "potapokograph." Yeah, photogramma. Yeah, I'm very grateful. And uh, the other side of the grateful is uh, no. I think yeah. Whenever since we recorded was the passing of Gary Todd, who probably one of the most consequential figures in you know, 20th century music. And I don't know. Look up the Cortical Foundation, even if you don't think you like that stuff. The most important thing in my life is the LAFMS box set put out by them. And Terry Riley's You're No Good, probably the most important and first piece of sampling. Which that's a, that's a great... It's supposed to go for 10 hours, but it's only available for 20 minutes. But yeah, Damn. Cortical Foundation. There's like a seven-hour Herman Nitsch box set. Like It's a lot of blood orgy sounds. I don't know. I've never heard it. I also have another thing to plug. Yeah. A one-gallon <laughs> bottle of water. You plugging it into yourself to, to consume because you're dehydrated? Yes. Yeah. My 64-ounce bottle of water would only last like three hours at work. Okay. And that last hour, sometimes two before lunch, in, in the heat is just not doable. So I had to get a fucking double it up. <sighs> you really had to get that water. Yep. All right. Um, thanks to Jane Britton Owen for the use of our theme song, Cryptid Love. And uh, you guys should check out our Patreon, and which means you can join our Discord, which means you can talk to us, which means we'll be real friends and not just a parasocial. <laughs> <laughs> not just a horrible simulacrum. <laughs> and remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. Garrett saying, Patamagra. Chomp. <laughs> 